Recently, an article came out that said that researchers have found that people who are really into the whole manifestation of wealth are actually at a higher risk for bankruptcy because they tend to make decisions that aren't wise. It was a very fascinating article. It really examined the beliefs that many people have, especially when they're trying to manifest a lot of wealth. That people were, who were really into this power of positive thinking were often pursuing get-rich-quick schemes. They were making decisions that were not financially wise. And I thought this is fascinating because this risk of bankruptcy being higher than people who aren't into this thinking, it sort of flies into the face of a lot of the typical law of attraction manifestation rhetoric that's really popular right now. So what is going on? That'd be interesting to just sort of sit with this for a bit. And if you have been trying to manifest wealth, maybe this clip might be useful. I get so many clients from entrepreneurs to business leaders, people who want to know my opinion about this whole law of attraction, positive vibes, positive attitude, the power of positive thinking in terms of manifesting wealth. They want to know if what I think, does it really work? And what I've said is that to me, anything that helps people feel more confident to try to take a risk, to try something new, that actually can be very helpful. Whether that is a law of attraction idea or any other belief or faith system. Because by definition, all faith is irrational. It's just that the people who are into law of attraction and manifestation don't tend to think of it that way. But it is a belief system that's as valid as any others. And any sort of belief has an irrationality behind it that's not a criticism, it's just an observation. It's a, I have faith in things I cannot see. There is a story about how life must work, or it's got to work, you know, for I believe in this so much, and if the results don't come in, I must not have been faithful or positive enough. Let me go work my manifestation mojo even more. Does this sound familiar to you? And I would say that, yes, it is always useful to stay open to, and focused on what you would want to create and positive so that when opportunities arise, you actually take action on them. That is really useful. But I think with some of this rhetoric, it starts to approach a certain type of magical thinking, meaning well, we really know how life works. And so if we work our mojo, manifestation mojo, that my vibration will go out into the universe and magically attract cash right out of the sky. Like literally, it will go out, my vibe will go out to the universe and just suck in cash that will land into my bank account. And that's the nature of manifestation. 
Now, no one will actually come right out and say that, but there is an element of people who are into this type of thinking that if you kind of peel underneath this, that is kind of what they might believe. But let's not knock on that on only them because this is a very common feeling with many belief systems. If I believe in something wholeheartedly with everything I've got, I can bend the laws of the universe to get what I want. This is a very human and natural um, desire. What I think is happening, though, is that although this article is pointing out that people who believe in manifestation have a higher risk of bankruptcy, the article did not make any mention of, well, what about successful people? Is there a higher rate of success for people who believe in this manifestation? The article didn't mention that. And I think what happens is that that it just sort of elevates everything. That, yes, uh, because people are more prone to take risks, and in order to create success, you must take risks. And so the risk of bankruptcy is higher. But, you know, even a clock is correct twice a day. So there will be some people who took a risk and it worked. But was that because of positive thinking? Or, just like I said, even a clock is right twice a day. And what happens is when things don't go well for someone who's been manifesting, there's often a deep disappointment, an embarrassment, even a shame. So they don't really talk about it very much. They regard it sometimes as a personal failure. I have seen this in many of my clients who took a gamble on something and it didn't work out. Now, it's in the eye of the beholder how wise or unwise that was. And that's not the point of this discussion because it's always going to be up to the observer. And ultimately, the only person who can really say is the person who's in it. So it's not fair to to judge someone's actions but I think it's reasonable to, to, to note that many people who haven't been successful with their manifestation, positive attitude, positive mental um, approach, if it didn't work out, they often don't say anything. And conversely, if it does work out and they are able to create manifest success, well, then they want everybody to know. So the data gets a little bit skewed out there in the noisy marketplace, because there are a lot of people who are successful that might want to say, well, you know, the reason why I'm so successful is that I have a positive mental approach or attitude. And if you were to do that, if you were to be more positive, you could be successful and wealthy like me. This is a very common marketing message out there. And it's not It's not a fair, it's not a complete picture of what's going on. It neither proves nor disproves that being positive will guarantee any sort of result. But the way manifestation and energy is sometimes discussed in some of these new age or manifestation circles, there's this idea that if you're positive and believe in something so wholeheartedly with every cell in your body, You can't possibly not be successful. 
You can't possibly not create the wealth you want. It's sort of your destiny. And this is not that different from the same similar message you call different things in, say, the Christian tradition. I believe there's a thing called the prosperity gospel. It's similar. It's this idea that, you know, I'm sort of, I'm anointed or I'm, I'm entitled to this by God, you know, that this is my divine path to become ultra wealthy. It's what I deserve. It's part of my mission in being here. And I'm just ready to make that happen. So whether you call it law of attraction or the prosperity gospel, underneath it all, it is always a desire to somehow control life and to bend the laws of the universe in your favor. Now, as I've said on this podcast many times, it is useful to be open and positive and be able to, to, to jump on opportunities as they come up. Yes, but the part that's missing in all of this discussion, whether it's a prosperity gospel or manifestation law of attraction, is there is no guarantee of anything. There is no guarantee. And this is where the marketing gets a little bit muggy out there when you're talking to coaches, because there's this attitude that if you're positive enough and you work hard enough, poof, success should be yours. Maybe. I mean, definitely go for it. You might as well. And But there is no guarantee. It wasn't too long ago that I was sitting in the audience of a coach's event. Um, and the coach on stage was making an offer for some sort of business coaching. And I believe it was on the order of 25 or 28 grand a year. And I happened to be sitting next to a woman who told me she was on public assistance. I could tell she, she had a disability and she had squeezed every last dollar she had to afford to attend this event. In fact, there was some discussion later that she couldn't even afford to check out of the hotel she, she couldn't pay the hotel bill. And some well-meaning people did, in fact, collect some funds for her, which I thought was really sweet. But she was so desperate for financial abundance that she squeezed every dollar she had to go to this event and sit in a ballroom while this person on stage made um, an offer. And I knew, she knew she couldn't afford it. She knew it. I knew it. And then the rhetoric was from the stage, well, don't worry if you can't afford it. We have a desk outside where you can apply for a loan. And so if you really want to do this, sign up, get a loan, and go for your dreams. If you believe it, you can do it. If you do it, success is possible. Now, in fairness to this coach, there wasn't exactly an explicit guarantee, but it was hinted very heavily of what could be possible. And of course, so much is possible for all of us. I mean, that's, it's part of the the mystery of life. Who are we to say that something is not possible for someone? Absolutely. We're, We're all open to possibilities. So anyway, to my shock, this woman who was sitting next to me was so excited that she went ahead and applied for a loan 
for over 25 grand. I think it was like 28 grand. And she was accepted into the program. And I remember going, oof. But she believed. She was so convinced in her bones that manifestation, attracting wealth, all this stuff would, would happen. Well, fast forward a few months, actually fast forward maybe almost a year, and it became pretty clear that her business never really got off the ground. It never got out of the gate, actually. And now she was even more in debt than before to this loan of twenty-five dollars or $28,000. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is, this is the dark side of all of this manifestation stuff. There's this, this belief that if I'm high vibe enough, I can make things happen. I am all for high vibe. I think that's fine. But there's, again, the, the second half is that there's no guarantee. And if you're okay with no guarantee, you make an educated, calculated risk Not a blind risk, a calculated risk. One that seems within the bounds of reason. Of course, that's going to be different for everyone. And sometimes I wish people would just have a think about this. This whole manifestation stuff, from my point of view and working with so many clients, it's gotten out of control. It really is a desire to bend the laws of the universe because it totally negates the fact that there are so many things going on involved with manifestation that are out of your control. You know, this manifestation sort of implies that you can make anything happen, but the reality is it's a a very uneven playing field. I remember speaking with this person from the stage and I, I, I gently pointed out that, you know, this is great, but there are people coming from vastly different starting points um, in terms of starting their business. It's not a level playing field. There are some people who have access to more resources and opportunities than others. I mean, this is It's based on the history of our country and all these things. It's the reality. It is naive to pretend that some people don't have a whole lot more opportunities than others. Um, I, I mentioned that I'm in the southeast part of the United States, and I was working in a clinic a while ago with a bunch of doctors and, and helping with patients. And, um, and I noticed that there were a bunch of people who came down from the Appalachians because they didn't have a decent a way to, to get care up there. And I noticed that, you know, the poverty just kept going on. There, there, there's very complex. And so I asked this woman, well, my goodness, you know, people have very uneven, un, unequal access to resources. This isn't the same playing field for everyone. Like these folks that live literally without running water in the Appalachian Mountains. Are you expecting that someone from that background would be able to just manifest millions of dollars? And I'll never forget her answer because it instantly crystallized within me the problems of some of this law of attraction stuff. She said, well, 
You know, those people can move. They don't have to stay in Appalachia. They can move. What's keeping them from moving? And I stared at her for a moment. I thought, oh my goodness. It makes it sound so easy to leave your home, your heritage, your entire cultural upbringing, your family history, your connection to the land, to your culture, your tradition. You could just just move. Technically, that is true. But that's kind of hard to do when you have no financial resources to do that with. But this is what a lot of people skip over. That if recognizing any systemic, systemic inequalities just sort of gets glossed over because you should be able to just pull yourself up by your bootstraps with the right positive vibe. And I've noticed that anytime something big in the world happens, so for example, not too long ago, recently, there was a serious earthquake in Morocco that's, that's killed something on the orders of tens of thousands of people. And if you ask people who are into the manifestation stuff, well, my goodness, did tens of thousands of people die because they didn't have a positive vibe? That they brought this upon themselves through their own negativity? And usually you get a very quiet non-answer because it doesn't fit the model. We would be crazy to blame, say, a child five, five years old who's come down with cancer by, by claiming somehow that child was negative and created this cancer. So what happens is people have to stretch even further and go into more metaphysical answers that can't be proven. Things like, well, maybe it was their karma. Maybe it was meant to be. Maybe this is the earth shedding people, whatever. There's no proof of that. But people have to grasp for something to explain the unexplainable instead of sitting with the, you know, manifestation of of life, of health, of pursuit, of happiness, or financial abundance. It is a mystery. We don't know why an earthquake would hit what we know scientifically, losing tens of thousands of people. That had nothing to do with any fault of their own. But it doesn't fit the law of attraction model. You know, and why can't people just move from areas of poverty and create magnificent lives for themselves? Technically, they could. But if you had any personal experience with people actually from that background, like I do, you might see that the truth of these things is a lot more nuanced than more of a 10,000-foot view that you read about in the newspaper. Life is much more complex than any singular belief system can encapsulate. And at best, it behooves everyone to sit with the, I don't know, there's no guarantee, but I'm called in this direction and I'm going to go for it with the best confidence I have, knowing that, who knows? And that would be a healthier way to be than a sense of entitlement if my vibe is positive enough. Or if it didn't work out the way I wanted, it must have been because I didn't work my mojo. So this is just what's been on my mind because I'm getting approached 
by so many people over the law of attraction. I'm seeing how it can really do a doozy on people's mental health because it's, it has all the pros and the cons of any other faith system. I believe in what my eyes cannot see. It's no different. And so I think it's useful to just take a little bit of an objective look instead of assuming that everyone else's books are crooked and crazy, superstitious, but not my new age one. Just like people from other faiths look at some of these ideas as a little bit nuts, not realizing every faith has some flavor of this, of if I believe the right way, I will be rewarded by God, financially, health, whatever. So, I hope this is food for thought. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. As usual, if you have found this useful, I recommend, um, I would uh, appreciate a, a like or a follow or a subscribe. Um, if you'd like to have a conversation with me, I recommend that you book a time um, to see if we're a good fit to work together. And until next time, rock on.